I'm glad you're more back than last week. Uh, that's what it sounds like. So we're going to start with the most important ingredient is spiritual joy. It actually rebalances your body in a lot of uh, ways. And a lot of people looking at everything that's going on, it's very easy to get depressed. When you get depressed, you don't think so well either. And you're more easy controlled. Okay, so we want people to not only wake up, but understand, and with understanding we get a more ability to cope with the situation. We will win. Um, and there, <clears throat> but it's, it's taking some time. Today I'm going to uh, review some uh, new uh, kind of angle resites uh, uh, on the whole global warming and cooling, just to kind of a, to give a different angle of how to go about talking and thinking about it. Since we're going to do a whole bunch of policies based on the myth of global warming and how it's an emergency. Very serious, you know, okay, we got COVID, we lock everything down now. They're, you know, the rumors are going to try to lock down everybody uh, for global warming and cooling that doesn't really exist in any significant way. There is a little bit of hope. So we're going to go there, but first we're going to dance and get ourselves going. We'll dance for three minutes. Dance brings that spiritual energy up. We'll do a guided meditation to help clear some of the effects of, of the toxins we're being exposed to. So, uh, you're welcome to come join me in dancing and get ourselves ready for this. Okay, very good. We are maximized. Okay, let's go.
Okay. So now we're going to go into meditation. Give you a little bit of a guided meditation. Uh, and so just meditate. Keep your mind quiet. You can repeat to the city of God, or if you have your own mantra, Yoda and then breath, hand in the out breath. Wah and then breath, hand in the out breath. Yoda from the base up to the heart, hand to the heart. Wah from the base up to the third eye, then hand to the heart. If you have your own, that's great. Just do that. So, the other part is when the cosmic energy comes through, the energy comes through my eyes and can help awaken your spiritual energy. So just focus on me for a moment to go into meditation for a few minutes. And then we also will have a guided meditation as well. Okay, so on the in-breath, feel the energy coming up from your solar plexus area going all the way up to the center point of God, the crown chakra all the way up, and as it reaches that center point of God, as it reaches the heart of God, there's a release of energy, and the energy begins to move around uh, you, the planet Earth, up through all the Earth's chakras into our feet, and then up to two inches, two finger breaths below the belly button, which is called the lighting plane, the space of the sacred feminine energy. And it ignites that energy and it begins to go up through, again, through all the chakras and energy fields, up through the crown, back to the center point of God, where again, release is more energy. This is a downward flowing energy. And it reaches the pineal gland, which is the space of the sacred masculine, and activates that energy. So we have the downward flowing masculine energy, the upward flowing female energy, and they come together in the thymus heart area, which is about where my hand is, and it's in the heart and chakra area in the, in the center. And there's a big explosion of energies that come together. Um, and 
this energy begins to move and it's empowered by our own sovereignty. And through the power of our sovereignty, we choose to disconnect from all the globalist and those above the globalist and the Illuminati powers. Okay? We <coughs> refuse to consent to all their ways. And in that refusal, we choose through the power of our sovereignty to burn up and dissolve all negative interactive uh, networks within ourselves, including the graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, ferrous hydroxide, uh, the different fibrous uh, kind of uh, mechanisms they have that, that create a, a, a clot looking thing that, that is an inner uh, structural uh, antenna that can be affected by outer forces affecting our consciousness. All that is being burned up. All nanobots, all what people are calling spike proteins or whatever that is, they're all being burned up and dissolved and we are free of all the chemicals and toxins uh, that we've been inhaling from chemtrails and other uh, sources of uh, negative energy. And now this energy begins to move out from our heart, putting your whole body in a, in a radiant tube of white fluorescent light, and it continues to expand, including the whole planet, including going to the very center of the planet. And now it continues to expand out into the solar system, burning up all portals um, where demonic energies can come through. Continues to expand into the galaxy, and finally into the multiple universes at all levels and layers of freak, uh, vibrational and non-vibrational clearing the stairway to heaven which allows us to ascend. Just feel that happening. Now in addition feel uh, from your heart center this energy going out, this white fluorescent light beginning to spread out and circling the whole planet in a sphere of light. And that light comes down on the planet, activating humans, raising the frequency, activating the primates and the mammals and the amphibians and the reptiles and the birds and the bees and the insects and the trees and the herbs and the flowers and the whole living planet becomes a luminous planet of light. The whole frequency is raised so we can no longer be affected by these negative forces. Now just be there with the meditation.
And I just want to welcome you back with love as you're coming out. And really thank Richard for doing this good work and setting up Lost, Lost Arts Radio, obviously, and TV. And I just want to start by blessing everyone that we're able to make our way through all this. And varieties of uh, seas of lies. I've been in this game for a while, including uh, the lies about the Kennedy assassination, which we attempted to expose, and all the lies ever since. And the environment issue is, you know, uh, the, the big scare of global warming is a very dangerous lie because, and this is what I'm talking about it, because the truth is, is that they may want to try to do ways to lock us down for climate control reasons. Now, what do we have to understand about this before I get into details? Because I'm talking about it before. Let's understand that humans don't have anything to do with global the cycles of global warming and cooling. No, you heard me use the word cycles. This is not a one-time oddity that has to do with the industrial world. Okay? It's not something like that at all. It's been going on for thousands of years, cycles of global warming. So it's not a one-time thing. So here you see, as it says, temperatures are fluctuated for more than, well, for thousands, really millions of years. And you see the temperatures going up and down, up and down, up and down. It's just a degree or two. But what I want you to see is the concept fluctuations. In the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, it's only over where my finger is. Thousands of years. This is 500,000 years, this cycle. Okay, so it's like, well, and this is from 1100 AD. Same thing. Cycles, global warming, and cooling. Now, we... There's one or two other points I want to make before I go into a little bit more depth. Okay? 1,100 scientists and professionals declare there's no climate emergency. Okay? Now, I got inspired today by uh, Gregory Wrightson uh, from the CO2 Coalition. So I'm going to, that's actually why I'm, I'm sharing it. But at least 1,100 scientists declare there's no climate emergency, and there really isn't. Yet, they want to manipulate us through fear, like they did with the COVID, with a climate emergency thing. And now the most important thing for today's discussion, leading climate scientist says carbon dioxide has no effect on global... 
almost no effect in global temperatures. And that's a different scientist than the, the uh, Gregory Wrightson for the CO2 coalition. So that's the setting. We are being set up again. That's the real setting. Okay? And the more people who don't go along with the multiple lies that's created the climate. Let's see if I want to make a pun. The climate of lies being taken as truth. And that's getting harder and harder. And that's why when we when I speak to you, you're speaking to other people. You're sharing it. So I'm trying to, to put it in a certain way. Um, so it makes sense. So the first thing is, as you saw in the headline, CO2 has almost no effect on global temperatures. That's the key thing, and it's a lot of people. So what's going on? Well, CO2, what we do know is in these cycles of global warming and cooling, when it's global warming, increases a degree or two centigrade, Everything's abundant. Everything's green. Everything grows. People are happy. Uh, crops are flourishing. And as it gets cold, things don't do well. There is starvation. There is hunger. And throughout history, we've, we've seen this. I mean, more recently, we've seen the cycle uh, in, in, the, in the United States where where when we hit global cooling, people had to migrate from New England down to the warmer parts of, of, the, of this country, of the United States. So it's a very real thing, and it, 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 it's about people surviving, okay? Um, and that's really what we're talking about. And, and, and the effort to starve people out by saying oh, oh, all this energy is causing global warming when it really isn't. We're talking about methane, but it really isn't. We're talking about natural gas, it really doesn't. What's the result of making natural gas? Methane and water. So what, what is that? What's, so they're creating a tremendous lie, and with that, they're creating ec ecological, economic, and food disasters. So that's what they get out of it. Now, there are cycles of this global warming, including that really did happen. We had three major cycles in the Minoan Age, the Bronze Age, okay? And that included the, uh, <clears throat> the Assyrians and the Babylonians and the Hittites, and uh, they had their first great warming, great carbon dioxide global warming. And this is called the Minoan period. And then when it got cool, those civilizations, Babylonia, Hittites, Assyrians, they all collapsed. Okay? And then after that, you know, we're looking at 
the kind of a, a time around the Romans again, where things was the temperature was really good, really fertile crops, abundance, everybody happy, everybody being fed, and then they move into global cooling. And now there are cycles of global cooling. Now, what's the cause of this? Well, obviously, this is our pre-industrial age. The cause, according to some people, is the number of sunspots. When the sunspots increase, it gets warmer on this planet. When the sunspots decrease, it gets cooler. And so those graphs that I showed you also are graphs of the sunspots, warming and cooling. They, they correlate pretty closely. Let's see if I can without getting too much into it. No, I'm just going to leave it at that. But there's these great kind of minimums and maximums. And at the maximums, there's global warming, and at the minimums, there's global cooling. There is a very strong correlation for thousands of years. There's nothing new here, okay? It isn't this one-time oddity that's happening in, in the, you know, uh, 2020, not what's going on. Actually, we're in a cycle of very, very, very slight plus-minus global cooling that started in 1998. By, by 2010, it dropped one degree centigrade. It's kind of plus-minus, very, very slight. Okay, and that should increase with the cycle till 2032, and then start to move into warming again, which will not be so warm. Okay, so concept. Global warming are times of, of abundance on all levels. Okay? So the, the Minoan periods, the Roman, you know, Bronze Age, the Roman periods, the Middle Ages, uh, everything was abundant. In fact, they were growing millet in in the Nordic areas. Millet, okay? You don't see that happening today. That was happening. That was warming. Um, and in different areas, they were growing uh, different, different crops. But uh, the point I'm making is that they're growing crops, barley in Greenland, and the Romans grew citrus in, in the uh, north of the northern part of England, you don't see that happening today. So what I'm saying is there's really, there really was really a powerful, abundant global warming <clears throat> that people did very, very well. Citrus in northern England, think about that one for a second. But uh, in the millet in Scandinavia, imagine growing millet crops in Scandinavia outdoors, not in, in, in that. So those are facts, okay? They're not exaggerations, they're facts. So when we hit global well, cooling, like the Little Ice Age, we're talking about half the population in Iceland died and a third of the population in the world died because of the cold. That's how severe it is. Global cooling is not good. Now what's going on, it seems, is it's very, very slight, which is a blessing. It's very slight. Okay? Now, keeping that all in mind, 
we have all kinds of games being played. We have the United Nations. You know, uh, they claim there's going to be a million extinctions of animal species uh, um, over the next, well, they claimed a little bit ago, but over the next few decades. But in reality, when we do the math and get it all worked out, it's two species extinction per year. Not 35,000, kind of what their estimate would be. Two per year. Gross over-exaggeration. We know for a pretty well-established fact that they are altering their temperatures to make it look like what warming's happening with slight, slight cooling. I mean, it's very slight, don't think slight, which is good. It means nothing big is happening. We don't have to shut down the planet. Nothing significant is really happening in, in many ways. Now, then we worry about CO2. Well, what do we know about CO2? Well, we need it for life. Without CO2, everything dies. And um, that's kind of the, the basics. You know, you need, you need carbon dioxide, water, and sunlight for photosynthesis for the plants to grow. Well, we eat plants. And even if you're not a vegan, the cows eat the plants. So without carbon dioxide, we're going to have much more serious starvation. Now, the other thing is that it appears in the previous areas of global uh, cooling, I'm sorry, of global warming, there was not necessarily an increase in carbon dioxide. We also know there are periods when the, the, uh, the carbon dioxide was much, much, much higher in the atmosphere, in the atmosphere than it is now. Um, and then there's all kinds of strange things being attributed. What's a strange thing being attributed? So they're saying, we're having more fires. It's because of global warming. Well, not really. We actually have less fires. When do we have lots of fires? In the 1920s, when they were going through a global warming. Um, they had five times as many fires. 1920s, okay? Um, and then they instead of taking a graph of all the way back to the 1920s, we have uh, lots of fires, they started their graph, this is the UN, in 1983, when there's the lowest amount of fires. There's been a slight increase in the amount of fires. But in that time, we've had global warming and global cooling. Um, so it's gross exaggeration. And, of course, it scares people. And I think that's the the important uh, thing that we're, we're talking about. And we have all these arguments about energy, which I don't want to get too much into. I just want to stay with the main topic here. Um, but during the other warming periods, the carbon dioxide was between 280 and 300 parts per million. I mean, going back millions of years, and now we're 400 or 450. And so they had actually, the planet gotten warmer in some of these periods than it is now. But they had lower carbon dioxide. So we begin to, to, to see a little bit of uh, how it gets uh, put out of place. Um, now, the other thing about with uh, <clears throat> high CO2 levels, the plants need less water. 
So what we're talking about is, I'm just pointing out that one, global warming is a good thing. We're kind of moving in, considering very slight global cooling. You don't see the Arctic ice melting. These are things I've discussed before with pictures. Um, But they're going to try to use this to control humanity. And why am I talking about it? Because I want people to be aware that this is what we are facing. And here's the, again, the evidence is not support that we're having any kind of significant global warming if we're having global warming at all at this point in 2022. And it was slightly cooling in 2010. So it's just very little. So the, that's the bigger point I want to make is that we have enough evidence, oh, there's more fires. No, there isn't. There were five times more fires in 1920 during a time of actual, uh, well, not now compared to that. So we have, uh, we have to be able to counterpoint these scare tactics. We need to say, wait, Cycles of global warming and cooling are not a one-time event in the in the 21st century. They are been going on for million millions of years, documented at least the last 650,000 years, and they are related to at least the prevailing very strong theory of the two uh, the amount of sunspots. More sunspots, more warming. Sunspots, less cooling, and the sun does its cycles. So we have this kind of major kind of overview of what's going on. And I'm talking about to empower this audience to be able to more intelligently discuss it, particularly when you hear consistent lies coming out of the United Nations, which are obviously very connected to the globalist and uh, the Illuminati uh, really right from the beginning. That's a different discussion. Um, so uh, that's kind of what I want to share with you for today. Richard, is there anything you would like to add? Dr. Cousins, just a couple of things to back you up and let people check out some of this stuff for themselves. A lot of the uh, sometimes well-meaning illusion of man-made global warming and climate change comes from the fact that all the UN agencies that come up with the weather figures, the temperature figures, the CO2 figures, all the relevant data, they do what it's not um, in its raw form. It's not supporting the, the climate emergency idea. So what they do, they don't forge it. They adjust it. And if you want an explanation of this and to see how it works, I really encourage people to look at the video that we posted some time ago that you can still find on YouTube uh, from Dr. Don Easterbrook. I think you've seen it, Dr. Cousins. And, uh, yes, I actually I saw that presentation. It was a great presentation. It is great. I, I've been trying to... Get a hold, get a hold of him for a couple of years, and he seems to have disappeared. But some of his videos are still up. 
Apparently, the authorities figure that nobody is going to take the time to look at them. They're very important, especially there's one where he's giving a presentation to some kind of um, climate committee in the state of Washington, and it's a great hearing, and it explains the difference in results that you get between adjusted data and real data. And all this is not to say you know, there may not be a climate emergency, but it's only because our rulers really can't change the climate yet, but they can really mess up the weather. And if they keep doing it, it's almost like changing the climate. So there is a man-made weather disruption going on. It's called geoengineering. And I first really got a chance to watch it happening in real time, working with Dane Wigington, who's one of the preeminent researchers in uh, global climate and geoengineering. And uh, we watched the airplanes causing California drought in real time. It was amazing. And a lot of good data is there, geoengineeringwatch.org. That was an incredible experience. So there really is a weather emergency, and it's being caused by human activity, namely the pilots of the chemtrail planes. And those need to be stopped right away. I just wanted to add that. Well, it's good. I'm just going to add that if people want to get some of the data about the carbon dioxide, you can look up Gregory Wrightson, and it's the CO2 coalition. And CO2 is just CO2, not carbon dioxide. Um, I found his work uh, really interesting. So I'll just make that point. Um, the issue is it's it's really a big lie and how they use the lies to manipulate control and perhaps even create a a lockdown now less and less people are buying this these emergencies you know but i think i can't remember what country it was already did a climate emergency lockdown and it's like I I don't know what the right term is, but I don't think they're stupid. I think this is calculated. But maybe people are just getting scared and acting panically and don't don't really look beneath it to find the real data. And uh, Easterbrook's uh, data was good, and these are very slight adjustments. And we're and we're not talking huge here; very very slight temperature adjustments from the real readings. And, uh, but we're not having anything major. I think that's the important thing. But the major thing we're having is the big lie. The major thing, we're not having a climate crisis. We're having a crisis in uh, government of what they've, uh, you know, how they're being, uh, how the government's attempting to control us uh, and uh, you know, everywhere you look, it's something about increases more people starving to death. The climate is one of that. You know, the food issue is another. Shutting down food production because of, oh, too much global warming for, for nitrogen, which is minimum, minimal, minimal global warming effect. Minimal. Carbon dioxide, which is pretty minimal too. How about it's point or three percent of the global warming energies, global warming. 
uh, carbon dioxide is contributes 0.003 percent of global warming. So they're taking, you know, there's a slight truth. 0.003 percent is a call out, a slight truth. Not one percent, not half a percent. 0.003 percent. So of the global things that are causing the global, uh, very slight global warming. So it's up to us to start to challenge these. And people are looking at a lot of things. They look at the January 6th thing. And if you look into it, oh, my God. Okay. And you look at the, you know, the COVID issue. You look at so many issues that have come up in our face. And we need now to face them down. And that's really the bigger message here. Uh, Richard, do you want to say anything more? Yeah, the COVID emergency was just extended, state of emergency in America, even though Biden, who, you know, just says whatever he's told to say by his bosses, he said that the pandemic is over, but they just extended the emergency, and I think they're getting ready for another pandemic, which... um, we we were told by Biden and others there will be another pandemic, and it'll be as fake as the first one, with sickness caused by some kind of disseminated toxin and then remedies, including a new vaccine that will be the main weapon. And that's coming, and people need to be aware enough so that they don't just fall for that kind of stuff. And you mentioned that it's to control the population, and I think it's important to specify this is control for the sake of ritualistic destruction. And when I say ritualistic, I mean as opposed to sudden, because they have the technology to destroy life on the planet right now overnight, and they're not doing that. They're doing it slowly, and this is part of a satanic ritual, and it needs to be reversed, and for that People need to stop falling for it. And as, as David Icke said, not fight against it, but just stop cooperating and start generating a parallel society based on true principles of harmony and love. So that's why we did the visualization. I do not consent. I do not consent. See, the word consent is very important because if you don't, if you refuse to consent, you've made your statement, and they, they have to leave you alone. But if you don't do anything, that's implied consent, and that's part of the dark force set of rules. That's what, you know, what the, we talked about, Illuminati, global. so those are the rules. Okay, if you're quiet, you're not, pro- okay, you're consenting. So we don't consent, and that's part of what, that statement has to be made very clear. Anything you want to add to that, Richard, before we get Yeah, I would just say, Dr. Cousins, the challenge is to be aware of the magnitude of the attack on humanity and its gradual, systematic, uh, step-by-step nature, but not to be overwhelmed by it. We have to keep our emotional reality in the other direction with what's possible and what we intend to create because the creative power that made everything, which is from God, can flow through everybody. And as soon as we don't go along with negative reality and we start focusing on what we want to create instead, there's no limit to what we can do. That's beautiful. Basically, that's what we meditate. So you can, 
you experience a different truth. The truth is there's only God, and in the in, soon there will be an intervention. Well, when I say soon, it could be a few years, but there'll be a turnaround. They will not be allowed, the Satanic forces will not be allowed to win. But they're going to give us a hard time. They're already doing that. But keep that focus on the divine. Do not lose faith just because we're, looks like we're not doing so well. The big, big picture is we prevail because God always prevails. So I bless everyone that you be in peace and love, love yourself enough to heal yourself and protect yourself. Love your families, love your friends, really love all of God's creation. And may we all act in a way to protect ourselves and all of creation. Aho. Now, okay. I'm just going to say, if people want to reach me for further information, they can go to Dr. Cousins Global or treeoflife.mn.co. Thank you. And I have programs on uh, um, Thursday from 7 to 8.30, Alive and this is Israel time, Alive and Liberated Dark Cousins. I have a spiritual nutrition program at 5.30 to 6.30 on Thursdays. And there's just a variety of things. And they just go to my website and you kind of find them all. You know, one of the things I want to add to Dr. Cousins' wrap-up is that a great aspect of his work is combining multiple levels of reality, the physical and physical health uh, principles that you can incorporate to change your experience in your life dramatically with the spiritual principles of where is your attention focused. And so I really encourage people to go to drcousins.com or the other website that he just mentioned, uh, treeoflife.mn.co and find out about the individual programs because I've spoken to many pro many people that have benefited from participating. I also want to just end with um, letting people know that we're starting the non-beta version of Planetary Healing Club, and that's going to be focused on many levels as well, but one of the main ones is what, world are we imagining into existence and contrary to popular understanding imagination is being used right now by every person listening and everybody else to create the world of the future it's a very powerful force it's not uh, powerless and silly it's something incredibly huge and the the uh, negative power structure our rulers the globalists that people talked about they, they know this and they're pumping in atmospheric energy into the atmosphere of the planet that's based on fear, division, hatred, uh, frustration, despair, anything low energy negative, and they're pumping that in because they know that the emotional imaginings that people do create the physical reality of the present and the future. So we're starting a core group that will be learning to put this into practice every day in every part of your life. And if you're up to that and you want to join us, that's planetaryhealingclub.com. 
any uh, feedback or questions about it, <laughs> feel free to contact me at richard at lostartsradio.com. And in the meantime, become aware of where your attention is, what you're projecting, not to be unaware of the world situation and its horrors, but to not focus on that emotional state. Create your own. You have a lot more power than you have any idea. It just needs to focus. So thanks for being here. I think uh, it's great that you're listening to Dr. Cousins' wisdom. I appreciate that. I'm doing the same thing. And uh, I wish you a spectacular, miraculous week. Value your time and use it well. We'll see you next time. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.